last thing, there is ad space open on the podcast. So if you got anything you want to promote and I fuck with it, you can pay me and I got you. But uh, of course, you do have to pay for it and I do have to fuck with it. So if you meet those two qualifications, hit me up. Uh, email is uh, at Marcus Ocean. M-A-R-K-U-S-O-C-E-A-N. Fuck with the boy. You say the trap didn't influence you? Or would you say that was just something that you wanted to stay away from? No, I, I always knew I didn't want to, like, portray or, like, make music for, like, in that genre of, like, the trap shit. Mm-hmm. Just because I knew, like, I, I really... I get what the trap is, and I feel like the trap can mean so many different things, but... I knew what, like, the culture gravitated to, like, the realness of it and, like, are you really doing the shit you're talking about type shit. And I knew I wouldn't be able to sell that because I don't do that shit. So, <laughs> and, um, but I still, like, could relate to the trap because just, like, the trap means literally the trap. Like, the trap can mean, like, being in, stuck in, like, your four walls and you don't know how to get out of it and you, you go into the fucking nine to five every day mm-hmm. and you're trying to figure out a way out. Like, that's a trap, too. But the music that usually comes from trap music is like, you know, the drug dealing type shit and street talk, <laughs> you know, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to, that's not my music, so. Who were some of your influences? Like musical influence from my music? Mm-hmm. Um, definitely Earl Sweatshirt, um, definitely Frank Ocean, ironically from the same tribe. But, uh, them two a lot, um, Kid Cudi, of course, and then also, like, yeah, I would say those, yeah. It's not a bad list, though. And, um, so as you've been recording music, what's been, like, your favorite part of it? Is it the creation process? Is it the... Definitely the creation process. Like, the creation of, like... Hearing a beat, and then like knowing your sound, and like like finding something like, oh, this is really me, you know? Because mm-hmm. so many times I can hear a beat, and I could see like, I could I could feel a fucking like, uh, like a like a kid cutty flow, or like a uh, you know what I mean, or like a a young thug or future type like approach to it, which I feel like I could. Hell of, like do a hell of a writing job for someone <laughs> to do that but it's like damn I can't record this like mm-hmm. that's not me like and then it just falls out of the, my it's not consistent with what the music I make so so how did you get your name Tremiles did I answer that question though did no. I, was that a good way to answer that you haven't answered it yet no before the question that you just asked me before that yeah was that a good way to answer that alright make sure I'm trying to be clear um Miles, I got First of all, Miles is my real name. Miles is my middle name. Um, Trill was just something like I always. Like, I moved to Texas in 2000 from Italy. And, like, this is really where I grew up. Like, Swisher House and, like, Texas music. Like, Chameleonaire and, like, shit like that. Magno, like, that shit really. Like, inspired me. Like, damn, these niggas got wordplay. Mm-hmm. And, like, that shit where they, like, chop the shit. 
chopped and screwed. Like, I literally thought that was, like, <laughs> like a fat person, like, just, like, on the song. Like, I thought he was, like, a fat person, and he sounded deep. I was like, damn, these motherfuckers are fire. <laughs> it was not, just not knowing, and it sounded so yeah. different. And it was like, I, I loved it. And then the wordplay with all that, with the slow, like, tempo, like, mm-hmm. with the knocking bass. Like, I love, that's what made me love, like, Texas and, like, Texas culture, like, music, like, black Texas, you know what I mean? Like, and I always, I just wanted, like, my my music to, like, my name, at least, as an artist, to be somewhat associated to the place where I'm from, you know what I mean? Experience. Place where it started, you know? Wherever I go next, like, I'll always uh, be true. And what true means is, I don't know, if you're from Texas, you know what true means, but for people that don't know, it's true and real. Like, you a true, and you a real motherfucker, you trill. Mm-hmm. And that's just what I, I really feel like, like, being on a journey of, like, finding your truth, your inner truth, and find, like, being, being real about it, and speaking on it, and just being real to yourself, like... That's the realest shit. And it's like, mm-hmm. damn, there's a word for it. Trill, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And it's like, and like, I don't know, I was like always balancing like Miles Trill, Miles Trillian. I like Trillian just because like, hell of like numbers, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like I like the name because, no, yeah, exactly. But like everybody on like 100, I'll keep 1,000 with you. Like, ain't nobody on Trillian yet though. <laughs> so yeah, I just like, and plus Trill is in, is in the fucking mm-hmm. word. So I, I just like, True, I like I like that. So I went with it. But I mean, shout out to True Sammy, but uh, I feel like I, would, I had that name before him. <laughs> How often do you bike? Bike? I bike like right now in this period of my life. I bike every day, <laughs> damn near like at least five five times a week. Um, just because I work on a bike, like mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, so. But, I mean, I don't know how long that's going to be. But I I, I, I did it because I enjoy biking. Like, I actually like biking. Mm-hmm. And it's keeps just... You in shape. Yeah. It keeps me in shape, but it's also just fun as fuck. And it's like, when you find two things like that, then why not do it? Like, it's, yeah. a, good, it's a good reason to keep doing that shit. So, yeah. And it's a healthy alternative. Yeah, it's like the yeah, best way to go to work. Helping the earth, too. Exactly. Not admitting any... Type of. But you behind these motherfuckers admitting all the shit into your face. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, like I'm always outside, and I like that too about it. Like, man, like being on that bike, like at work all the time is like, damn, like I, I need to be outside like this more. Like when even when I'm, if I don't have this job, like I should just be outside. Keep, yeah, being outside this much because I never was outside like that. But I, I enjoy it. Definitely dope. Yeah, appreciate it. And so, thanks for liking my biking hobbies. Well, I think it's I think it's awesome. Yeah. I think anybody <laughs> on any type of fitness, physical, anything. Yeah. It's just awesome. And it should be highlighted because people think that, especially like somebody like yourself that's been doing so much, that's done so much, to like probably doesn't need to do any type of workout. It's like, oh, he does workout. Right. I mean, that's what people assume a lot too. Like, yeah. Like, how do you get? How do you get those? How do you do that? How do you get that like body style? I'm just like, I don't, you don't do anything, huh? I'm just like, why do you assume that I don't do anything? Like, that's just their assumption. 
Like, one of the disrespectful things is when they be like, oh, it must be genetics. Yeah, they be saying that too, and I'm just like, damn, you asking me, why do I, how do I get this? And then you're assuming already before I even answer you. It's like, that's disrespectful to the work I put in to to be here, as far as this physical body. Yeah, I mean, from, when I was little, I would always be doing, like, I was doing stuff, like, that was, like, calisthenics, like, Mm -hmm. when I was little, but I didn't know that's what it was, it was just fun, like, I was, like, doing, like, fucking yoga poses and shit. Just because it felt like I needed to do that. I don't know why. Like, it just, I would be doing weird, like, stretches and just felt good. And I'd always do abs even when I was, like, really young. Because that was one thing I was aware of. I, I wanted to ha- have abs. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to get abs. And I just always kind of did abs. Mm-hmm. Abs type shit. But, yeah. But, see, it doesn't matter how full your schedule is. You can still get it sometimes. Exactly. Some work. Exactly. Even when I'm biking at work, like, that'd be fucking hit, bro. I, this is Flatland, Texas, bro, but on Fort Sam Houston, that shit is fucking well, San Antonio is hills of Narnia, my nigga. It's pretty like, hilly. I don't know if that's a word, but it is. It is there's a, a lot of hills here. <laughs> yeah, there's a fuck, yeah, bro. Like, and there's this one hill on this road everyone hates going down. <laughs> and, like, I even, like, I, I have to go, like, we have to go down it, so. But there's, like, they have, like, these uh, bars, like, where you can, like, do push up or uh, pull ups and, like, chin ups and stuff. And, like, I always make it a point, like, throughout all these trips, I'm going to, like, do those a couple of times on the way back up the, up the hill, back to the store. And I, I'll do that, like, a couple of times. Just because, like, just because it's hard. Just because, yeah. just because, oh, I got to get on this hill. And, and if, what if I do this? Oh, God, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. And I got my music in, so I'm, like, even more just, like, in the zone type shit. So, yeah. That's a great mindset to have, though. Yeah. I think people can definitely pick up off of that. Yeah, I... I feel like, yeah, being, trying to test myself and just trying to, like, strengthen my mental on, like, being comfortable, being uncomfortable. Because mm-hmm. the shit I'm trying to do is not going to be comfortable for for the whole journey. Exactly. Are you still auditioning? Still auditioning. I just did an audition, actually, during South By uh, for a, a movie, another feature film. I'm really excited. Um... And the casting director is Carmen Cuba. I already knew it was some shit when I saw that. Because mm. she uh, she was the casting director for uh, Stranger Things. Mm. And I looked into that. I was like, who casted this crew? Because it was a fire-ass crew. And, and when I saw that for this, like, I get to audition for some her. Mm. Like, she's going to look at my shit. I, like, I went and bought, like, some uh, studio time to, like, get my video audition, like, professionally, I guess, recorded. But really didn't really end up being that professional. I ended up going back home and setting up my own backdrop and doing it myself, but, um, just because I wasn't happy with it, but, um, yeah, that's, I'm still going to auditions, like, and, that, like, that's the type of shit that makes me excited, like, when it's for film, and, like, big names like that, like, that's, I'm, I'm all for it. And there's a lot of, uh, Netflix is, like, putting on 700 new shows and series, so it's, like, there's a lot of opportunities coming. I really want that. A lot of Netflix that. money that you can go grab. I really dude. want that Netflix. I want to be in Netflix. Like, I want to be on Netflix. I watch Netflix. Like, it's only, I don't watch TV. only thing I watch is, like, I just bought Hulu because I want to see Atlanta. But, like, that or Netflix. Like, mm-hmm. there's only, like, streaming of movies or shit. That yeah, I definitely get that, though. No. Doubt about that. Oh, I appreciate it. Putting in the work. Hell yeah. Very charismatic. Appreciate it. You got the sauce. So. <laughs> I got the sauce. I've been told. So I've been told. Keep implementing it. 
Yes, yes. And where do you see yourself going in about like the next year? Mm, I like that short term. I'm very short term. Um, in the next year, I I've, I really see myself temporarily not in Texas, like just grinding in another area code for a little bit, you know. Traveling abroad. Not necessarily abroad. That's not really not been on the plan like in a year. So it's gonna just be a different state. Yeah, for yeah, just like different state. But um, because that's what expires me. Like being in a place for so long. Like, like I am an army brat. I came from moving everywhere. Like from Italy to Texas type shit and mm-hmm. Seattle and shit. Like. Ending up in Texas, San Antonio, Texas, at that, like, it's like, it's kind of like, uh, when are we gonna move again? Like, <laughs> and never moving again. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is my life. Like, and it's really weighed on me. And I'm just like, man, like, like even when I was like being that young traveling, and then being coming here and being here for so long is like, man, like, as humans, we're supposed to, we're not supposed to be in a, in a like the same place for like so long. What's interesting is, like, they did studies, and there's certain studies that say that, like, post-pre-civilization, I should say, like, when we were, like, in huts and stuff, yeah. like, the average human never went past, like, six miles in their whole life. Yeah, that's crazy, like, right? For you in that specific time, like, if you were around, like, shrubbery or trees, like, for six miles, it's going to be the same trees. <laughs> yeah. So it was one of those things where if you didn't have to, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. What are you really traveling for? You exactly. You tent and do all these things. But as we modernized and now that we know there is other things out there, I think like that, I think it's developed into a natural intuition to want to travel. I feel like it's always been there, though. Even within that time of like only being like being able to travel six miles, that was just what they were able to do. Like if you knew you could only travel six miles, you'd probably still be wanting to travel those six miles. Like just... Uh, I've been in this, like, area for a while. I want to go a mile and just see, you know, what it probably, just see what's going on that a mile away, you know, type it shit. It could be, like, a certain certain type of person. Yeah, that maybe that. maybe that, too. I don't know. I just, you can go to certain cities, and you find people that's never left that region of yeah. their city for, like, 60, 70 years. It's my mind. It's amazing. But I guess it's just a mindset, because, like, if, if really you're complacent and you're happy, then it's like... That's it. Like that's the end all goal, anyway. So it's like, yeah. I but complacency is something I, I fear because it's exactly. too comfortable. It's almost like, what are you doing? Like it's almost like you're like brainwashing yourself. Like ah, mm-hmm. oh, it feels good. I'm just gonna eat donuts forever. It tastes so good. And it's like, man, I'm not growing anymore. Exactly. I, I'm. I'm. I've been here 50 years, and I still have the same like. I think it's normal mentality when I first moved here, 25. You know, this type shit. And I don't. That's why it's easy to be normal while being complacent. But that's like, true. to be great, that's when you have to like break those barriers, do things that uh, quote unquote aren't normal. Yeah, that's the struggle though. Like that's such like it's so it's so much more of a struggle than like the unorthodox shit, like being homeless and stuff, which is also bad. But like. People are gonna hate me for saying this. <laughs> no, like it's more of a struggle, like living in comfort, because like society looks at you like, oh, you got it, oh, you're good, oh, and everyone's telling you you're okay, you're good, 
you're okay. So you're like, oh, okay, I'm okay. I don't feel okay. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, and it's comfortable too. It's like, I feel okay. <laughs> I feel okay, but something's telling me I'm not okay. And it's like, you just, it's such a fucking paradox, bro. Yeah. And it's hard to get out rather than like actually being on the streets and like, this is not okay. No one thinks I'm okay. Like, I gotta get out of, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I think it's one of those things where people try to equate their sadness or their story or their sorrow as like the, the, the epitome of sadness. Like, right. I'm going through it the worst. Because even if you're homeless, exactly. like being homeless in America is better than having a house in Syria. Damn, that's, that's a fact. You know what I mean? So it's like. It's a large fact. It's, it's just the perception of how we see things. And if people perceive mm-hmm. to keep their things close-minded and you feel like yours is the worst, then of course it's going to be the worst. You know? You're not going to even begin to see anybody at the side. And that's what traveling does. It traveling opens you up to different perspectives. Like, that's, that's what I loved about traveling. Like, you... Last thing... There is ad space open on the podcast. So if you got anything you want to promote and I fuck with it, you can pay me and I got you. But uh, of course, you do have to pay for it and I do have to fuck with it. So if you meet those two qualifications, hit me up. Uh, email is uh, at Marcus Ocean, M-A-R-K-U-S-O-C-E-A-N. Fuck with the boy. <laughs>